Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, moms and dads, children of all ages, welcome to Living on a Thin Line with me, Tony Visick. Uh, we are your daily distraction from all the anger, anxiety, weirdness, and hoopla going on in the world. Today, we come to you every day at 2 p.m. our time. I don't think I'm going to tell you what time zone we're in. It just seems to confuse people and hurt people and make people lonely and sad. Um... It's 2 p.m. our time. I don't know what time it is where you are, but I hope you're having a high time. I hope you're having a mighty time, whatever time it is where you are. Uh, we come to you every day at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Oh, I just slipped up. I told you. Mountain Standard Time. Um, the show is on uh, three platforms, Comedy Schools, Radio Network.com, uh, YouTube Comedy Schools channel, and right here, right here on Facebook Live. Um... Three platforms is built around three things. And usually we cover at least two out of the three in the 30 minutes that we have with you. Uh, it's built around your questions and comments right here on uh, Facebook Live or on YouTube or on, uh, on the internets. Uh, it is built around usually some little piece of hoopla or memorabilia, fluff or flash or an autograph or an object or a trinket that we have here sitting here in the home office that we then share with you and weave a story around. And we recommend, normally, uh, two pieces of music or an artist based off our vast and mighty vinyl album and compact disc collection. Uh, it is Tuesday. I think I already told you that, in case you didn't know. It is Tuesday. And uh, tonight is uh, Presidential Debate Night. Da -da 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 and, uh, wow, we're having some trouble with the uh, YouTube connection. Uh, just saying uh, you're offline. I don't know why I'm offline, but I guess I'm offline. There, I'm back online on YouTube. They can't stop me from being on YouTube. I will fight my way back on. Tonight is presidential debate night. Um, all my money is on the Lakers. Uh, that's, uh, hold on. I'm gonna, I got a weird feedback loop going on somewhere here. Okay, was that you? That was my guest host, uh, Sullivan Ramirez, who's uh, sitting on the floor making fun of each and every mistake I make. Um, while playing with a cat. While playing with a cat, Ray the Wonder Cat, who we might uh, show people today. Don't let Ray get lost. Uh, here's the thing about tonight, man. Uh, already Donald Trump, Donald J. Trump, real estate mogul, golf aficionado and president of the United States has demanded or asked or uh, uh, smeared about that he thinks that Joe Biden's going to have listening devices in his ears and he wants him to take a drug test. So he's afraid of listening devices, wants to take a dr drug test. And I got a message for you, Mr. Donald J. Trump. You're debating a man not pitching against the Houston Astros. <laughs> Um, it turns out also, uh, I find this interesting, uh, one Donald J. Trump has only paid um, in recent times $750 in income taxes. Donald Trump has paid $750 in income taxes. I don't know if there's any truth to the rumor that he's very upset that people found out that he was not able to get out of not paying that $750 bucks too. All right. <laughs> What do you mean I paid 750 bucks? Why did I pay 750 bucks? Don't I pay you people to get me out of paying 750 bucks? 
Um, so tonight is a presidential debate night at 6 p.m. I think it's probably going to get more viewers than any episode of The Masked Singer, Dallas, Bonanza, uh, My Little Margie, or I Love Lucy combined. We're all going to be uh, kicking in. Uh, as we understand it, uh, Joe Biden has a 94-mile-an-hour fastball, and that uh, Donald Trump, when he steps up to the plate, swings both ways. So uh, it ought to be quite, quite an event. So uh, I'll be looking at that in a few hours. Maybe you'll be looking at it. Too. I'll be looking at it if there's not like a good old black and white movie with Humphrey Bogart on Turner Classic Movies. Lindsey Graham, senator from South Carolina. Senator Lindsey Graham from South Carolina, a man who uh, has uh, straddled both sides of the fences and also sometimes swings different ways in his political opinions, uh, was damn near crying on Fox News uh, not too long ago, going, this guy just, I'm getting killed on money. They're sending this guy all kinds of money, and I ain't got no money. They ain't giving me no money, mama. And they're giving this, this black fella all the money, and it ain't right. It ain't right. Oh, my God, what shall I do? I'll never go hungry again. He sounded, the last time I heard someone with a southern accent weeping that heavily, it was Vivian Lee and Gone with the Wind. And I have a message for you, Lindsey Graham. It is the message that was once shared at the end of uh, Gone with the Wind. Frankly, Lindsey, I don't give a damn. So, um, so I've been full around with a little political humor today, have you noticed? I thought I'd, I thought I'd share some little political humor with you. People go, uh, how can you write frivolous things about something so serious? How can you write frivolous things about something so serious? Um... You got to laugh. You have to find the humor in things. And oftentimes, um, there's uh, something called gallows humor. And sometimes, man, when you watch the news, when I watch the news, I go, either I'm writing a joke or hanging myself. I don't know what the hell is going on. By the way, those you're going to write in go, suicide is nothing to make fun of. I recommend that you watch any episode of the television show MASH or the TV show MASH and listen to their opening theme song, the title of which was Suicide is Painless. So uh, we make fun I, I would say we make fun because we care, but no, we just make fun because we make fun. I don't know that I actually care. I don't know I, I actually give a damn about any trumpet playing band. So uh, that's kind of going on in the world today. Uh, I'm like functional, like no sleep. Like El Nolo Sleepo. Uh, I've been watching telenovas to learn Spanish. Can you tell? I'm picking it up. Mmm, mmm, bueno, cabron. Um, I'm functional, like no sleep. I can't sleep at night. Even though I'm 65 and I don't drink and I don't do drugs and I'm married and I come home every night and I'm home, you know, I still function like uh, closing time is 2 p.m. Okay. <laughs> Michael Bowie wants to be honeycut. <laughs> you don't want to be BJ? <laughs> I still function like, like it's 2 a.m. and it's closing time and I'm hopping in a car and driving across the river to Illinois to drink at after-hours joints. So uh, uh, I can't sleep at night, and then uh, I have a life that demands that I get early in the morning. Early in the morning. Uh, we have been blessed, blessed, ladies and gentlemen, and happy uh, yesterday and today to have a grandson, a grandson, Sullivan Ramirez, who sometimes occasionally uh, co-hosts the show or uh, lobs softballs at me to throw me off uh, here with us both days, and... Uh, and kids show up early. They show up early. You know what? And that means you got to show up too. So um, here's another thing that happened today. Because I know you care. Hold on. Are we going to show them Ray? 
Ladies and gentlemen, don't, don't put him there. Let's put him up by the camera so people can see him. And be gentle with the little guy. Uh, for those of you who have been keeping track, there is Ray uh, the Wondercat. Ta-da! Ta-da! Put him back up by Facebook a little bit more so people can see him. That's Ray. Pull, pull back a little bit. Right now you're frightening me. All right. How? Ray the Wondercat, who is now on his own. Uh, my wife, Cheryl, had built like this cool little pen for him downstairs. And today he hopped right out of it. Yeah, today was the first day that we were out and about masked up and socially distant where Shirley goes, we got to get home because I don't know where Ray is. And you know what? And that's going to start happening because I've had cats before and you'll come home and you'll look for the cat and the cat will be gone and you'll look all over and you'll look outside. You'll be knocking on the neighbor's door. Oh my God, the cat's gone. And you come back home and find out it just climbed up under a big pile of dirty underwear in the middle of the floor somewhere. So my suggestion to you is uh, don't wear underwear and that way you'll never have a big dirty pile of underwear in the middle of the floor for your cat to hide in because of anxiety. So uh, Ray is now uh, going on his sixth week. Uh, Shirley found him in a dumpster in Casa Grande. A dumpster. <laughs> Man, you want to talk about starting out life rough. What if you're, you know, a lot of you sitting around going, oh, I can't go out. And, oh, I can't go and have pizza and beer with my friends and and rub butts and touch noses like an Alaskan. Uh, uh. What, you know what? None of you started life in a dumpster in Casa Grande. And I, you know what? And if you come to me and go, I start out in a dumpster. And I go, where? And you go, well, you know, in Los Angeles. You go, Patui. Not bad enough. I started off. You started off? Top of a house. You started off on top of a house? Yeah. Was- you did not start off on the top of a house. I was there the day you were born. Yeah, but. And you weren't at the top of no house. But- the next day. I was on the, top of a house. the next day you were on top of a house? I don't know this story. I don't know if we should be spilling family secrets here on uh, Living on a Thin Line with Tony Visick, your daily distraction. Also, my dog's Roscoe in here. There's like nine living organisms here in what is basically a, uh, uh, the back cab of a uh, Toyota Prius. Five. Uh, five. All right, five. All right, you know what? I exaggerate it for comedic effects, Sullivan. That's how, you make, uh, that's how you make the comedy, is by exaggeration. That's how you make the ha ha. So you make the ha-ha. Speaking of ha-ha, uh, last night I had fun. Uh, no, not like that, you weirdos. Uh, I had fun last night because I, um, and I got an announcement to make, okay? I got in the vehicle and I drove to uh, Greater Gilbert, Arizona. No, I drove right to the heart. The beating dynamic heart. The center of the soul of Gilbert, Arizona. And, uh, you know, we can see, yeah, just tell them we can see on YouTube, can't see on Facebook. I'm trying to see if, I, if the bobbleheads are Okay, don't be fooling with bobbleheads. Don't be bringing bobbleheads up in this show. That causes all sorts of trouble whenever we do that. Uh, right there in the beating heart, the soul, the center of Gilbert, Arizona. And let's face it, when you think artistry, you think creativity, and you think din- dynamic self-expression, you think Gilbert. You do. Bloody go, well, you know, sometimes I think uh, Bangor, Maine. Well, you're wrong. It's not Bangor, Maine. I know a lot of people, a lot of you, you think dynamic self-expression, the heart of creativity, the beating heart, the very soul of artistry in America, you think Bangor, Maine, but you're wrong. It's Gilbert, Arizona. Not what's eating Gilbert Grape, not Gilbert from Leave it to Beaver, not Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert, Arizona. 
Anyway, uh, I went there because I was teaching uh, class three. Uno, dos, tres, boogie, 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 uh, of uh, my uh, stand-up comedy workshop, something I've now done for over 20 years. And what a great group of people are in that class, by the way. Uh, the cool thing about this particular class, it's our first live in-person class since the, uh, uh, the pandem pandemonium pandemic began. Uh, I don't think it's pandemonium. Pan I'm glad I don't think it's that because I can't say it. <laughs> uh, but a lot of the people in this particular class have taken other workshops, have been uh, 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 working around in the uh, dynamic Greater Phoenix. We've got Greater Gilbert, we've got Greater Phoenix. You know what? Fe you know what? Arizona's just greater. Um, comedy scene, and I heard some great stuff last night as they were presenting jokes. A lot of great stuff to tag and fix, and a lot of stuff that I just bust out loud, loud enjoying. If you're looking for something now to step out and do, okay, you're looking for something to step out and do, I've got a couple uh, ways for you to step out and do it. Step out and step up and step on it. Step lively. Step for wives. Um, we offer uh, stand-up comedy work. We offer stand-up comedy workshops. All right, both in person and online. Stand-up comedy workshops, both in person and online. Uh, our next free intro to stand-up comedy in person will be August. Uh, August, October twelfth. At 7.30 p.m. at J.P.'s Comedy Club, October 13th, online on Zoom. So whether you're far away or right next door, whether you are, uh, whether you are uh, uh, ready to go out and run around the world or you're still going, you know what, I've got a, I think I've got more common sense than most and I'm going to stay in, but I still want to be creative. We've got a way for you to do it. Just go to ComedySchools.com. All the information is right there. Or drop me a message right here on Facebook. Tony Visick, V-I-C-I-C-H. And here's the announcement. Within the next 30 days, JP's Comedy Club. Dun -dun 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 boom, 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 boom. We'll be offering an improv comedy workshop, both adult and teens, taught by longtime legendary, and I'm not making fun when I say those things. Longtime and legendary improv coach, mentor, teacher, and artist. Uh, Ken Ferguson. Now I know you go, oh, we don't know Ken Ferguson. It's okay you don't know Ken Ferguson. Watch for announcements here as to when these improv workshops are starting and you'll get to know and meet Ken Ferguson. I've known Ken Ferguson for about 15 years. We've worked together at many of uh, many a capacity and very milieu. That's French. We're speaking French. <laughs> um... Uh, he's, he's been doing it for a long time. We've worked together in many places and we are going to build a dynamic and creative and fun uh, workshop class comedy environment there in Phoenix. And you know what? Two years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, people are not going to make fun of Gilbert anymore because of the efforts of you, the artists, and those of us who uh, love you. We're going to make Gilbert a creative force uh, in... Uh, much bigger than Mesa. Much bigger than Apache Junction. <laughs> We're going to give Tempe a run for its money. People ask me. They say, Tone? I say, yes. They go, um, why aren't you at the Tempe Center of the Arts no more? Did you do what you normally do and cause a ruckus and be sent on your merry way? No. 
No, 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 I did not. Um, the Tempe Center of the Arts is a, um, a uh, government-affiliated institution in a wonderful city, Tempe, uh, uh, that has a wonderful government, mayor, and city council. No snark, I mean it. Uh, they've chosen to not open that building yet to the general public. So uh, I had uh, uh, Zoom meetings with the uh, director, uh, the head of the Tempe Center of the Arts, Eileen, just last week. When they reopen, we will be back putting on shows and putting on workshops in an incredibly beautiful and unique building in Tempe by the Lake. And then we'll have two, two places for you to, uh, to attend. But right now, I want you to tend to yourself and be safe, stay socially distant, wash your hands, brush your teeth, trim your toenails, check behind your ears for bugs, all right? Comb your hair, straighten up and fly right. You stay safe, okay? And when you're ready, we're going to be here for you. Um, this is the kind of show I do when I function like four hours of sleep a night for uh, several, several nights. Um, so I showed you Ray the Wonder Cat. We've been having a conversation. Not really a conversation. You guys aren't talking much today. You're not, you know, you're not saying much. You know, I think you're probably saving. Right now, you're, you're boiling popcorn for tonight's uh, big debates. And I don't know why you're boiling popcorn because that's not how you make it. So stop doing that. All you're doing is making a bunch of seeds wet. And uh, nobody wants a wet seed. Believe you me. You ever got in bed and laid on top of a wet seed? Yucky! <laughs> God. <laughs> hey, I made the kid crack up. <laughs> what, what am I laying on? It's, I think it's a wet seed. Yucky! Um... All right, I totally lost track of... Uh, I, there was actually a through line to the senseless non-through line that I have been uh, bouncing along today, and I've totally lost track of that. Um, let's get to the music. Let's get to the music, shall we? While you're busy boiling popcorn. Um, let's see. I've got... Um, I want to share this album, okay? And then we're going to share a, a song. We might only go... How much time do I have left, Cheryl? Ten minutes. That's a lifetime, ladies and gentlemen, here at the world. <laughs> it's a world of living on a thin line with Tony Vizic. A literal lifetime. Uh, we'll see what we can do. Here's the album we're going to recommend today. Kind of obscure, but kind of important in the world of American music. Kind of obscure, but kind of important in the world of American music. Okay. Boom, 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 boom. This is Waylon Jennings' Honky Tonk Heroes. A long time forgotten, the dreams that fell by the way. Chicka boom, chicka boom, chicka boom, chicka boom. Waylon Jennings, king of the chicka boom songs. Chicka boom, chicka boom, chicka boom. King of the simple bass beat. Boom, 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 boom. Nobody was able to take those two simple musical elements and combine them together in so many songs and create music that cut right to your soul. Songs that made you want to laugh and cry and think and dream and dance all at the same time. This is Waylon Jennings' Honky Tonk Heroes. This is one of the most important albums in the history of country music. Do you like country music? Well, this is one of the most important ones. This album was a forerunner in breaking the back into the sound that was known as Countrypolitan. 
countrypolitan music. Now, countrypolitan music was the kind of stuff that you heard George Jones do early. Songs like uh, He Stopped Loving Her Today, which is one of my all-time favorite songs of any genre. But you hear all the uh, violins, you hear the symphony, you hear all the soaring melodies. Uh, this was outlaw music, is what it then became known as. It was a return somewhat to the honky-tonk roots of people like Lefty Frizzell uh, and Furlan Husky and folks like that before Countrypolitan. Uh, there was a time that honky-tonk music, we'll go honky-tonkin', was the bad boy music of um, uh, all white popular music. You didn't hear that kind of sound in uh, any of the pop standards being played on the radio. You didn't hear that kind of sound in country music. But dang it, man, it became uh, the stuff that those guys were doing. Uh, guys like uh, Lefty Frizzell, Hank Williams, and all those people. What they played was troublemaker music. Johnny Cash started out as a uh, sort of a, a rockabilly type guy of that, uh, of that nature. He was a, um, uh, it was, well, rockabilly was more rock and roll. We'll get into that. This, this album, though, brought country music back to its roots. On this album, as a perennial, there's not one bad song. There's not one bad song on this album. Good. Now, if you like Waylon Jennings, you probably like some of his big hits, some of his huge hits. And this album doesn't contain any of them. But it contains songs that each and every one individually may be damn near better than a lot of his big hits. And his big hits were great. And it's also kind of a concept album. So in side A, you got Honky Tonk Heroes, Old Five and Dimers, Willie the Wandering Gypsy and Me, Low Down Freedom, Omaha, You Ask Me To, Ride Me Down Easy, Ain't No God in Mexico, Black Rose, and We Had It All. Now, every one of these songs were written by Billy Joe Shaver. Billy Joe Shaver was a uh, knock-around session player, uh, barroom country uh, player, honky-tonk player, um, guy who, uh, you know, sat in a lot of the people's albums and wrote albums uh, there. and wrote songs in Nashville, and he had this concept, and it runs through honky-tonk heroes. And uh, this isn't the song we're going to recommend, but the song that really kind of embodies the entire album is Old Five and Dimers Like Me. Uh, let's take a look at the uh, musicians here. Nobody who really sticks out who went on later on to uh, shoot up a gas station or uh, step out as a superstar on their own. But every one of these songs, it was unusual that one writer could write an entire album that was played by someone else. And this was the album, along with the Outlaws Primer album that came out uh, either right, uh, right around the same time, uh, is what really changed country music and put the badass back into it. And all of us little hippie kids, we're just a bunch of hippies, uh, living on the outskirts of, living in southern Ohio, western Kentucky, south St. Louis, north of Omaha, West of Denver, all the kids out there were rocking and rolling. We all like country music, but we couldn't listen to it. Uh, the, but country music did not like us. This was the album of country music that liked us too and spoke to us as we were going into our mid cities sort of uh, mid seventies, mid seventies sort of uh, after Vietnam, after Watergate, after Nixon, malaise. All right, like it didn't seem like there was anything, there was really no future. As a matter of fact, at the same time this music was rising up, punk was rising up in England, 
You know, and of course, uh, that's a famous line from one of the Sex Pistols songs. No, future! From Anarchy in the UK. Great songs in here. We're going to recommend the opening track to this album. If you want to hear the beginning of country out, outlaw country music, and you want to see uh, hear a song that was really helped start it all, inspired a lot of others, you want to listen to Honky Tonk Heroes by Waylon Jennings. Okay? It's got pathos. It's got great lyrics. And damn it, you can dance to it. Uh, I know sometimes I mention Waylon Jennings to a certain generation go, you're not telling us anything new. But it's surprising how many people who loved Waylon for a while did not know this album. This is the album that changed Waylon from um, the sort of uh, slick back hair, very sort of Nashville kind of singing guy. This and his version of MacArthur Park established and cemented Honky Tonk Heroes, if you're, you're looking for the song. Uh, established and cemented Waylon Jennings as a vocal and musical force to be reckoned with in country in all kinds of music. So uh, if you ever get a chance to listen to the whole album, realize it was all written by, um, if you're old enough to remember the song, I Can Help. If you got a problem, I don't care what it is, I can help. I got two big arms, I can help. That was Billy Joe Shaver. But his most important contribution to music was writing... Um, all the music to Waylon Jennings' Honky Tonk, album, uh, Honky Tonk Heroes album. As a matter of fact, that album, Honky Tonk Heroes, I believe it was this album. Uh, there was a knock on my door one day way back there in the uh, early mid-70s, and a friend of mine named Sam was standing up with this album going, you got to listen to this. This is us. You got to listen to this. This is us. These guys are singing about us, man. Okay. So, uh, great album, great songs. If you listen to it, you will be glad you did. Maybe it'll open up your uh, open up some uh, new musical doors for you. Not the doors. We were going to talk about the doors today. But you know what? Waylon is too big to uh, uh, just give a short shrift to. The doors are way too big to give short shrift to. Um, so, the only thing we're recommending today is Honky Tonk Heroes by Waylon Jennings. Every Will and Jennings song, I used to joke about it, that every one of them just opened up with a bass line going, boom, 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 boom. And then with him kind of talking, there's a song, boom, 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 I wrote, boom, 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 while being attacked in prison, boom, 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 convicted of a crime, boom, 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 I didn't commit, boom, 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 I wrote it for my mama. Boom, boom. I hope you like it. Boom, boom. A one and a two. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> but man, he did it good. Man, man, he did it good. He was uh, uh, big in Phoenix. I discovered later on his uh, wife, Jeff, Jesse Coulter, still lives here and uh, constantly play clubs here. And there's uh, fellers hanging around Phoenix today that tell me about seeing uh, old Whalen uh, in bars and clubs here in the city, the city of Phoenix. You know, back then, uh, by the time I became aware of him, he was at the beginning of becoming the larger-than-life musical legend uh, that, he, uh, that he still is today. All right, that's our recommendation. Uh, we've told a couple jokes. We've sang a couple songs. I'm so glad we had this time together. If you're looking at YouTube right now, you got a bonus. You see uh, Sullivan hanging out on the edge of YouTube. If you're on Facebook, there he is, Sullivan and Ray the Wonder Cat. So, why do you owe me money? Why do I owe you money? I don't think I said any uh, bad yeah, words today. I don't think I did. Well, no. You, well, you were introducing the songs. Well, I was introducing the songs? 
Uh, you know, I'm going to play back the tape and find out if maybe I'm being ripped off by my own grandson. You know, I'm, I, you know what, I'm being gaslit. They know. They don't know. I they, said they know. All right. Does any, you know what? If they know, they ain't saying. You know why? And you know why they're not saying Sullivan? I'm going to tell you why. Because every one of them knows that if they hurt my feelings, they might miss out on the fact the next time I create and give away a brand new Tony Visick bobblehead. And they don't want to do that, Sullivan. They don't want to ruin their chances. So they're going to be silent. Then I'll just try to make my, and I'll just try to make some, like, a thank you card for them. And okay. I'll probably give them 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, I'll give. Okay, don't say you give, don't, don't, don't say you're giving away money on online. People will sue us if you don't. Stick your head into Facebook Live uh, view and say goodbye. Say goodbye, Sullivan. If he does that, if he does that, I'll show bye. Yeah, all right. Here, they, they don't see you on Facebook. Stick your head in and say. Bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's our show today. Thank you for watching. We'll be back tomorrow at 2 p.m. with more thrills and adventure here on Living on a Thin Line with Tony.